All right, welcome. I hope everybody had a uh, nice Easter and spring is here. It's uh, very warm in Florida. I'm excited because I'm about ready to make a trip uh, back to Pennsylvania to visit my um, grandson, uh, Rowan. So I'm kind of excited for that. So I want to thank all of you for joining me uh, for this meeting. And I hope that I have some interesting material that I can share with you. I want to talk about this plant, this herb, rosemary. I came across a couple of articles that uh, were really amazing to me about the healing potential uh, that this plant has. And uh, this is in our uh, pot right outside our home. We have a rosemary plant. And uh, this is a very important herb uh, for uh, your health and for your eye, and that's rosemary. This is a study that was published in Investigative Ophthalmology and Visual Science. This is one of the most prestigious ophthalmology journals uh, that uh, is published. Even though it's an old article, November 2012, uh, there have been many subsequent articles talking about the protective effect of carnosic acid. It's a pro-electrophilic compound, which is very valuable and effective in reducing damage in models of oxidative stress and light-induced retinal degeneration. And uh, it's interesting because this substance uh, carnosic acid crosses the blood-brain barrier. And we like sub substances across the blood-brain barrier because we know that they get better penetration into the uh, uh, retinal and neurological system. And um, this study wanted to investigate the antioxidant and neuroprotective activity of this substance in uh, a rat model of light-induced uh, retinal degeneration. And I think they use hydrogen peroxide and some other chemicals to cause uh, this uh, stress to the eye. And the conclusion is that this study suggests that uh, carnosic acid may potentially have clinical application to diseases affecting the outer retina, including age-related macular degeneration and retinitis pigmentosa. So I'm kind of excited about this because I'm really big with herbs. I'm, I'm big with essential oils. And I've been thinking the last couple of days of the application that this may have to help many of you uh, who are looking for maybe some additional treatment to help restore your lost vision. So the bottom line is carnosic acid protects the retinas from degeneration and toxicity. And uh, so right now, a lot of researchers are looking for clinical application. But of course, as many of you know, that if something can't be patented and uh, made into a, a trademark pharmaceutical company, there's not going to be much research. But fortunately for all of us, uh, rosemary is uh, widely available. It grows like a weed. Uh, it's very flavorful. Uh, and you can get uh, rosemary uh, capsules. You can get uh, rosemary tea. Uh, rosemary oil. So if you're looking for something 
in addition to what you're all already doing, you might want to investigate rosemary. Now, there's a lot more to rosemary. Studies have shown that it improves memory. There was a, a study done with college students, and they inhaled rosemary oil prior to their examination, and uh, they did much better on their test. And I wish I would have known about this when I took my last electrical engineering exam. I did Oh, I was so pitiful on that exam. <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but uh, maybe the rosemary would help me, but I think I just sort of studied more. It also stimulates hair growth. And a lot of shampoos have rosemary oil in them. It relieves pain. It can be an insect repellent, can reduce stress and increase circulation. So if you look at all these things, hey, that's phenomenal. Um, so how, do you, how can you use rosemary? One is inhalation. And uh, you can get some rosemary oil and uh, put a, you know, rub a little bit into your hands and just breathe it, breathe it in because the olfactory method uh, quickly uh, puts the essence uh, into, into your body very, very quickly. There are a lot of diffusers on the market and we have one in our home, and a diffuser is simply a device where you mix the oil with water, and uh, there's a bubbler, and it just diffuses the aroma uh, into your room. A topical application on the skin, although you do have to be careful with pure oils, because sometimes if it's too concentrated, it may cause a burn and a rash, especially if you're going to be using it around the eye. And uh, what I, what I recommend is that when you do use it uh, around the eye, that I would highly recommend you use it with your microcurrent machine. So what you do is put a couple drops of rosemary oil into the water that you soak your washcloth and then take that um, uh, washcloth that has a little bit of rosemary oil, you know, wrap it with your glove and put it over your eye. And of course, ingestion. And uh, I think every day now I'm going uh, to our rosemary plant and I'm picking a couple of uh, uh, stems and, and just chewing on it. So those are the ways that you can utilize rosemary. So we do have uh, the rosemary capsules um, that you can buy, and, but I would encourage you there's nothing better than to growing something on your own. You know it's organic and you know it's fresh. And of course there's rosemary oil. So I was kind of curious. I had to look at uh, all of my vitamin formulas and I said, do I have rosemary in my vitamin formulas? So I looked at the uh, supplemental facts on the vitamins and much to my disappointment, I do not have rosemary. So the next formulation of the vitamins, I am definitely going to add uh, rosemary as uh, part of the ingredients. And you can see that this is our macular formula. We do have a lot of uh, natural herbal products and uh, plant-based products in our, our formula that I think I'm going to have to add uh, rosemary. Now, a good friend of mine, Dr. Victor Marcel Vega, uh, who's a uh, uh, alternative doctor practicing in Puerto Rico in Miami, I interviewed him a couple of times. He's an expert on essential oils. And if you want to listen to his interview, you can go to chondrotpodcast.com 
uh, conradpodcast.com. And I have hundreds of uh, podcasts, but on page five of the podcast, you'll see using essential oils to treat eye disease. So kind of exciting. I think rosemary is something that uh, we should all consider and um, uh, begin to make that part of um, uh, your health program and, and part of your program to rehabilitate uh, your vision. And it, certainly I'll keep you posted on any future articles that show the benefit of rosemary. The next topic is improving oxygenation. And oxygen is essential for regeneration. So a couple of things we have to look at. Um, how can we improve the oxygen concentration in our body? And how can we improve the oxygen utilization of our cells? I'd like to talk a little bit about that. So these are five tips to increase your blood oxygen naturally. One, open your windows. Let that fresh air in. Uh, for some reason, people now are living in homes that never open their windows. And I think this is really a major contribution to toxicity. Um, you know, we have a lot of petrochemicals in our home from cleaners, our carpets, uh, plastic products, odors, cooking, etc. So there are a lot of toxins in our home. You've got to open up your windows. You've got to let that fresh air in. Ventilate your home. Um, I know when I was younger, my mother would always open up the windows and she would say, let the fresh air in. Uh, and uh, now, I hate to say this, but many times uh, I never open up the windows to my home. Uh, you know, because we have air conditioning, climate control, but I think you do got to open up those windows. And I know a lot of you may be thinking, well, there's more pollutants outside, but studies have shown that that is not true. There's more pollutants inside your home than outside. Also, growing green things indoors. Uh, we know that plants take in carbon dioxide and make oxygen. And there are many house plants that remove other toxins, petrochemicals, odors, and things like that. So you can go online and investigate what plants are best for having indoors. And hey, you may even want to grow some rosemary indoors. That, that's something that I think should do very well. Exercise is one way. Because as we improve our blood flow, we are going to be improving uh, the circulation and the oxygen delivery to all of our cells. Uh, reducing stress. Uh, when you have stress, you have peripheral constriction of a lot of your blood vessels, which reduce blood flow. And at the same time, there's hormonal changes which affect the metabolism of the body and healing. Also, eat fresh, iron-rich foods. Stock up on green vegetables like kale, broccoli, and celery. So those are five tips that you can do to improve your blood oxygen naturally. I have a, an iWatch, and on the iWatch, they have an app called the Breathing App. Uh, a couple times during the day, I get a little alarm, and it reminds me to take some deep breaths. And I think this is something that all of us should do, is uh, pause during the day, 
take some nice slow deep breaths because as you take that slow deep breath you're improving oxygenation and you're eliminating uh, carbon dioxide and at the same time you're relaxing your autonomic nervous system so in addition to deep breathing uh, positive affirmations uh, prayer um, you know reading uh, some uplifting material uh, all these things can help reduce stress and improve your oxygenation a big problem that we're seeing in our society is sleep apnea and I think that sleep apnea may be due to the increased incidence of obesity in our in our country and uh, these are some signs and symptoms of sleep apnea uh, excessive um, uh, daytime sleepiness if you're tired during the day and you're dozing off during the day it could be that you're not getting enough sleep large snoring at night can be a sign uh, if you stop your breathing at night gasping or choking waking with dry mouth or a sore throat morning headache and trouble concentrating during the day all these things may be a sign of sleep apnea now with modern technology there's a way that you can measure uh, your oxygen concentration and there's also a way that you can uh, do a study to see if you do have sleep apnea the reason why I'm interested in this studies have shown that people who suffer from sleep apnea are more likely to develop glaucoma and those of you that have glaucoma um, having sleep apnea can accelerate damage to your optic nerve and I think this also may be related to other eye problems such as dry eyes and macular degeneration uh, because if you have low oxygen concentration at night um, how can your eye regenerate how can your body regenerate so we want to make sure that we have good oxygenation at night so these are a couple of pulse oximeters that are reasonably priced I went to amazon.com and for under $20 you can get a little device that will quickly get, give you um, uh, a reading on your oxygen concentration and of course we want to see that oxygen concentration concentration between 95 and 100 percent unfortunately these pulse oximeters don't give you a recording uh, throughout the whole night uh, but there are different devices and this is a, a clever one that's tied into your iPhone or Android uh, for $59 it'll track your oxygen uh, concentration at night so I think those of you that have glaucoma uh, uh, macular degeneration you suspect that you may have sleep apnea you may want to invest in this device and monitor your blood oxygen saturation and see what it is so, uh, so we really want to keep it um, between 95 and 100 percent that's ideal um, so you want to find out where you are and of course if you fall lower there's devices uh, like CPAP uh, there's also different dental appliances you can use sometimes maybe even changing your sleep position may help and if you're overweight knock off those pounds or maybe changing your sleep position but sometimes it does require the use of a CPAP device like this now ozone 
Uh, many of you know that I'm a big advocate of ozone. I love ozone. Ozone increases oxygen utilization and oxygen uptake. So let's say you have uh, an oxygen concentration in, in your blood of 95%, which is good. Let's say you even have 98%. That doesn't mean that your cells are uptaking the oxygen. Because as we get older, our oxygen uptake decreases. So studies have shown that ozone increases the oxygen uptake of the cell. And by increasing the oxygen uptake, it enhances ATP production, which is like the gasoline of the cell, and this results in much faster healing. So if you're not using ozone, in fact, I have an ozone machine right next to me. I try to do either an auricular or rectal insufflation uh, a couple times a week uh, to maintain my health and also to protect myself from uh, all the, the viral infections that are going on. Uh, if you need more information, uh, go to YouTube and type in ozone in my last name. I have three uh, YouTube uh, 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 webinars uh, on using ozone in different ways. And this was a, uh, a study that was published in the medical literature citing the benefits of ozone. Even though many people feel that ozone has a bad rap because ozone is toxic if you breathe it into your lungs, but it has been extremely effective into neutralizing uh, viral and bacterial infections. And also, as I mentioned, in uh, the treatment of um, uh, wound recovery, uh, improving uh, oxygen uptake, etc. Also, microcurrent. Although there's been no studies to actually show that microcurrent increases oxygen, we do know that microcurrent increases circulation, increases cellular activity, uh, reduces inflammation, reduces scar tissue, have a neuroprotective effect, and stimulates stem cells. So the microcurrent therapy that you're doing on the eye is improving the circulation, uh, which then would bring more oxygen to the tissue. It's increasing cellular activity, uh, which is great, and reducing inflammation. So all these things have a positive benefit. Okay. So I am done with my presentation. Uh, right now, I think that all the lines are open. Also, uh, you can have the opportunity, if you like, to um, uh, write me a question in the chat box. I'm looking here at the chat box. I don't see anything. So, okay, any questions? I think you hear me okay? I, I'm hearing some noise in the background, so. Um, uh, yes, I had a question. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you can. Now, um, you talked about that uh, sleep oxygen monitor. Is it called EMAID? Um, I wrote it. No, you can go. You can go on Amazon, 
or search on the internet for, um, uh, I think it's called a nocturnal pulse oximeter. It's a recording. So in other words, you'd strap it on your finger and you can tie it into your iPhone. But let me go here uh, and email. Here it is right here. Now, this is just one of yeah. many. I'm not recommending oh, this. Okay. You know, there are probably many, many products, but this attracted my attention uh, because it's uh -huh. linked to your iPhone. So you don't have to buy all uh -huh. kind of fancy electronic devices. It's a Bluetooth. You put it on your finger download the app on your iPhone, and then you re can record your oxygen uh, concentrations at night. Okay. As uh, uh, to oxygen uh, intake and all that, um, I, um, instance, uh, when we were still, uh, when people were still able to meet, you know, I went to yoga classes early in the morning, and I um, yawned a lot, and my uh, yoga teacher was often saying, oh, maybe you don't have enough oxygen. Is that possible when people yawn without being tired, or? Um, I think that yawning is a sign of not getting enough sleep. Uh-huh, that's all. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, okay. yeah. I think it would be important for you to maybe measure your oxygen saturation? Yeah. Well, we have that little device that, mm -hmm. that you showed. Uh, oh, somebody is calling me from your office. Um, hello? Yeah, I'm on online now. So um, okay, any sorry, other? It was from your office, actually. Any, yeah, any other? I, uh, Are you done? Any other questions? Well, you were saying, uh, for instance, I have that device that you put on your finger, and if it shows 98, but you were saying, in spite of that, the, the oxygen distribution might not be appropriate? Well, two things we have to look at. One is, what is your ox oxygen saturation at night? That is key. Because if you have sleep apnea or snoring, your oxygen saturation may drop. Also, I mentioned just because you have a high oxygen saturation, the question is, are your cells taking up the oxygen, cellular uptake? Mm -hmm. So as we get older, uh -huh. uh, our cells are not taking up the oxygen as efficiently. Uh, so. That's why I like microcurrent. I like ozone. It improves the cellular function. So and I with think that um, with that app, can you is that a, a way to monitor if your cells take in the oxygen? No. All that does is measure your oxygen saturation. I'm not aware of any devices that actually measure your oxygen uptake of the cells. Oh, okay. But I do think if you have degeneration and you have a really good 
uh, oxygen saturation level, then the, the concern is that your cells are not taking up the oxygen. Put it this way, everybody over the age of 60 has a decrease in oxygen uptake of the cell. It's just part of getting older. But, you know, if you're well hydrated, uh, you're eating good healthy food, you're exercising, you're reducing stress, all that will help your body uh, improve the oxygen uptake. Now, I know studies have shown that ozone improves the oxygen uptake. There are good scientific studies that have shown that it does that. That's one of the reasons why I like ozone. In addition to all the other benefits of ozone, we know that it does that. Ozone is simple. Uh, you know, you can do the auricular ozone, you can do the rectal. It's a very inexpensive way of uh, really helping to uh, maintaining the health of your body. I just highly recommend ozone. So, and in one of your YouTube um, uh, presentations, we can find out more about it, right? Uh, yeah, if you go to, um, let me go to my website here. Healingtheeye.com. And right here, see here, new to this site, go to my website, uh -huh. click new to my site. If you click there, it'll take you to a page, common therapies used by Dr. Kondrat and ozone treatments, three methods right here. Uh -huh. And this is the direct link okay. to the YouTube. So go to healingtheeye.com, my website, mm -hmm. click, um, are you new to this site? Uh -huh. And it's called the three steps to begin restoring vision. Uh, you can download my best-selling book here. You can listen to my 10 essentials webinar. You can find out more about your particular condition, cataracts, glaucoma, macular. And these are common therapies. Learn more about microcurrent, uh, homeopathy, uh, ozone. This is ozone and light therapy. Okay. Okay. So we set this site up to make it convenient. We had patients complain, Dr. Kondrat, there's just too much information on your website. I can't find this. So I set this up. Uh, this is um, all the information you need. Okay, very good. Looks very easy. Um, Dr. Condrit? Uh, yes, sir. Who is this? Ken Matthew. Ken, how are you? Good to, nice to hear from you. I, thank you. Good. Yourself? Oh, um, pretty good. Pretty good. I have um, um, a bottle of your uh, cataract tissue salt, and I was wondering if I should be concerned because one of them has black particulate matter in it, like black flakes. Yeah, definitely I would be concerned. That could have been something in the bottle. Should I, 
I would send it. I would send it back. Okay, I was going to filter it. Um, I wouldn't take the risk. Dollars. Uh, well, no. If you send it okay. back, I mean, we'll replace it. We're not going to charge you again if there's something wrong with it. No, I, I meant for fifteen dollars the shipping costs and oh, okay. customs and whatnot. Oh, okay, um, yeah. No idea of what. I, so it's not something I can shake and dissolve or. Um, it it it, it could have been. Off. It could have been some plastic. Uh, it could have been some plastic from the cap, or something from the bottle itself. I think if you filter it, um, you know, if it's just that black particulate matter i mean if it's milky or if it's a sign of it's contaminated um you know then i'd be concerned but if it's just a couple of black particles it's probably you know from the bottle itself right okay um to do with the um oxygen um there's a lot of uh, youtube videos you can get whole books um Basically, people don't know how to breathe properly, um, and uh, most people. And um, you can really increase your oxygen, just but like you were saying, you know, with they have that breathing app for your uh, phone. Um, and um, the main thing is for people to learn to breathe through their nose all the time. You should only like talk and eat with your mouth open and breathe through your nose. And um, there's an exercise I like that that helps to relax and maybe you to go to sleep and it's something like the four seven eight where you inhale really deeply count of four hold your breath uh -huh. for count of seven and exhale for count of eight so yeah the slow people should look into that um, yeah slow deep breathing is um one of the best things you can do in fact i'm doing it right now <laughs> right but i don't think you have to get hung up on you know conning and measuring because sometimes that causes more stress people panic am i oh, doing no, it right you know just simply right right well this exercise so you gotta you only do it like when you first start you only like do it twice you know mm -hmm. um yeah you like like that thing with your watch you do it once in a while this um no you wouldn't want to do this all the time but um mm -hmm. no my watch is amazing i got this app and it shows this blue clot expanding you breathe in, and then it shrinks as you breathe out. <laughs> so, I'm not trying to sell everybody uh, an Apple oh, Watch, oh. but <laughs> right, there's other various apps. But um, another thing for people with dry mouth, you, um, I found, um, um, you just put a little uh, square. For some people, you just put a little teeny piece of uh, tape on your lips encourage yourself to keep your mouth shut and um you're talking about uh dry mouth at it night changes. when they wake up right in the because, morning because you've been breathing through your mouth mm -hmm. but the only problem with that you may have to breathe through your mouth to get enough oxygen you know if you have a sinus obstruction right. well, or something like that so i'd be careful well, i think with your that. body's going right right but um, I couldn't believe it's a thing. And l most people use way too much tape. You'll see YouTube videos. <laughs> they use a ridiculous amount of tape. Mm -hmm. But um, 
it makes quite a difference um, then you don't have to drink so much and you don't uh, dehydrate uh, while you sleep okay good thanks for the um, pointers any, any other questions out there folks we have one here in the villages uh, who's that This is Barbara from the Villages. Oh, yeah. How and uh, I've been getting some information. How are things in the Villages? Uh, not so well. If anybody... Uh, things in the Villages are opening up and they're getting around. A lot of the people don't know about the Villages, yeah. but it's one of yeah, the largest uh, retirement centers in the country. Located in Central Florida. It's a great yes, place. Sir, I is. Especially now that it's uh, gone on the uh, the other side of the uh, turnpike, so it's really getting big. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been seeing information uh, come across on the computer about stem cell activators. What is what is that all about? Okay, well, there's so many things that can activate stem cells. I think it's a lot of marketing hype. Exercise can activate stem cells. Uh, just about all your vitamins. You can do a study with any vitamin to show that it activates stem cells. Um, you know, eating well, uh, increasing your oxygenation. So essentially, anything you do to improve your health will activate stem cells. So I think it's just a lot of marketing. Okay, so there's, um... no, there's no magical formula, I believe. For activating stem cells. Now, one thing that's been documented, microcurrent can stimulate stem cells. That's been well researched and documented and published. We know that microcurrent. So yeah. most of you that are on oh, this yeah. call are doing microcurrent and uh, microcurrent. Also, I, I would assume that ozone, when you increase oxygenation in your body, you're also stimulating stem cells. So I'd be very cautious okay. on a lot of these stem cell products uh, that are marketed as miracle miracles for improving, uh, you know, your stem cells. Everything, anything you do to improve your health is going to improve stem cells. That's true. Sure, that makes sense. But if you find a particular product that is advertised as magical, uh, forward it to me and I'll take a look at it. Uh, fair enough. Very good. Good. Thank you. Any other questions? Well, since you're still talking, this is Barbara again. Um, since I'm suffering with the uh, diabetic retinopathy and things are uh, going uh, foggier all the time, um, you have any special? I'm doing the microcurrent. I'm doing the uh, suppository of um, EDTA, and uh, but I don't. I, things are getting worse every day. Well, I don't like to hear that. So there's two things we can do immediately. 
one, we can look at your homeopathic remedy that you're taking. We may have to update that and change that. I would give the office a call. And uh, I think uh, most of you know that we're able to change your frequencies and current online. So I'm having a lot of success with patients. Uh, it seems like... didn't get the, uh, the cable yet. I have to order the cable. You have to order the cable. Yeah, once you get the cable set up, I'll join you online. You hook up your microcurrent machine, and we could put in uh, a new protocol for your eye. In fact, what you might do is put in two protocols. So instead of you know changing it every month or two months, I'll have you'll have two to work with. You can try one for a month or so, a couple of weeks, and switch off to the other one. I would not recommend that you go back and forth every day. You know, probably stick with one for at least two weeks before you change. Uh, because I find that sometimes the eye adapts. Sometimes the eye adapts to the frequencies. Much like uh, medications that you take. You know, you take a high blood pressure medicine, it works fine and all of a sudden stops working. Your body adapts to it. Same thing with the microcurrent. Either your body's adapting to it or there's been some new changes in your eye health. Maybe the diabetic retinopathy has changed to a different type. Uh, maybe, you know, you have more bleeding, you have more edema, and we may have to kind of change some of the frequencies for that. So I'm really happy with the, uh, the online uh, programming because it's just, it's been a lot of fun for me, uh, you know, changing the frequencies. It kind of reminds me when I first started doing microcurrent, and I really didn't know the correct frequencies. We'd have patients come into the office for a week, and every day I would be changing their frequencies till we got the right combination. Um, so most of the protocols that I have are well tested and they work, but you know we're always trying to get better results. And when I hear of somebody like yourself who's you know not doing well or maybe their vision's declining, and we got to take some immediate action. So definitely call the off call the office and we can um, get you on call to change your homeopathic remedy and update your microcurrent machine. Okay. Okay. Uh, tell Chris to empty your mailbox. All right. Hey, the Villages has a pretty good bridge club. <laughs> the Villages has one of the top bridge clubs in the country, but it's very exclusive. My wife and I wanted to play, and we couldn't play. You have to be invited. Oh. So this is this is uh, recorded. So you'll have an opportunity, all of you, that maybe if you came in late, um, my talk on rosemary and my talk on improving oxygenation, and also next month, uh, the first Wednesday of the month, we'll have another get together. If you like me to talk on a particular subject, uh, let me know. Email the office, and I'll prepare a, a presentation. Good. Sound good? good. That's, that's a good idea. Thank yeah. you. Yes. 
Okay, if there's no other questions, I want to thank all of you for uh, participating. And any questions, uh, give the office a call. And all of you stay healthy and safe, okay? Yeah. Okay. I look forward to um, uh, talking to you again next month or maybe sooner. Thank you, Doc. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. Have a good trip. Thanks.